unplaced. Chapter 3 Transient There are a lot of downsides to being invisible, but one upside is that I can creep on as many awkward first dates as I want to, and nobody knows. I'm not saying I'm an expert at social interaction by any means, but some of these are just bad. This one bar I've been people watching at, I saw the same two people there twice, and both times the guy was wearing this raggedy ass hoodie. Come to think of it, I'm pretty sure he was wearing the exact same outfit both times. I mean, personality counts, but put a little bit of effort in, right? He didn't exactly have it going on in the personality department either. He kept rambling about his ex and went through about three well whiskeys in an hour. Anyways, here's your regular update from the land of invisibility. I'm doing okay, I guess. That whole experience with my mom, that was rough. It's been a few weeks, so it stings a little less. We've had our differences, but obviously I loved her, and I... I don't know. She's not having to deal with the pain of losing a child, I guess, which is good for her, but adds another layer to what I have to deal with. Grieving someone who doesn't even remember you exist is... rough. The apartment is officially not mine anymore, but I was able to salvage some of the really important things. Basically, what I have is what I can carry on me at any given moment, so I have my computer, my phone, some clothes, a few other things. It's like that whole minimalistic backpacker trend, except I'm not doing it because I'm an annoying white guy with an urge to travel. I do have a few things, like my wallet out of sheer habit. They're pretty much useless. Nobody asks for ID when they can't see you, and my card stopped working a week or two after all of this started. I did manage to withdraw most of my money before they entirely stopped working, but again, you can't give cash to people who can't see or hear you. Sometimes I leave it at stores when I take things, especially the mom and pop stores or indie type places. Even then it's always a gamble because there's no guarantee someone working there is going to see the money before some opportunistic bozo does and pockets it. There's also not any guarantee that the person who sees it, who does work there, is actually going to put it back into the business. We never covered this in my Philosophy 101 class. If you can't physically pay the person you should be paying, and the best you can do is leave a few bills lying around, do you have an ethical obligation to do so, or is that just a futile attempt to soothe your own conscience? <laughs> if cash falls in the woods and nobody's around to pick it up, is it still money? Who would have known that being invisible would present you with a new existential crisis every day? I mean, probably anyone who thought about it, but I hadn't thought about it. Have you? If you asked me ahead of time, I would have... Okay, honestly, I would have said it wouldn't have bothered me that much. Honestly, I never felt like people really saw me, just their own assumption-filled version of me. In a way, this is having my own metaphorical emo headcanon made literal. People make me nervous. Being around people makes me nervous. Before all of this happened, I mostly just wanted to be left alone to do my job, hang out with my friends, the very few people who don't make me get sweaty palms from just a casual conversation. Maybe meet a nice girl, settle down. I didn't want to be completely invisible, but I didn't want to be hyper-visible either. I just, I just wanted to be left alone to navigate my life with the least amount of confrontation possible. That moment of confrontation has always been my kryptonite. The thing that makes my heart pound, it's, 
it's probably silly. As a species, we used to fight mammoths or whatever. That's what those responses are supposed to be for. It, it always feels silly, anyways. I know it's a real chemical reaction, but when all you have to do is stand up for yourself or someone else, or just say something, anything, and you can't because you feel your mouth is dry and your throat keeps closing up and your hands are shaking, you feel like a coward. What I used to do when that happened was sneak off, get a moment alone, and talk to myself, record it, and then delete the recording when I calm down. Sometimes not delete it. Having those audio diaries from times when I felt like nothing was in my control, and being able to look back through them and realize I came out of every situation okay, it was a surprisingly effective security blanket. That's all really off-topic as far as what it's like living in these united, invisible states of America, though. So, let's get back to that, since that's what you listeners are here for. Juicy, supernatural survivalist tips, whatever. Here's what I've learned so far. Tip 1. If nobody can see you, you can crash wherever you want. Staying at a hotel requires a little sneakiness. I had to creep on the staff to see how they code the key cards for each room and copy that. Once you get the hang of it, you can pretty much hole up wherever. I've been handed out in this swanky five-star place, which would probably be better if I could get room service, but it'd definitely be a hell of a lot worse. Tip two, keep a dough bag. The real survivalist nuts out there already know this one. Zombie apocalypse fantasies aside, a dough bag is crucial for when the hotel room you're staying at gets booked and the very baffled maids come in to do the room check only to find a much dirtier room than there should have been. So far, I haven't lost all of my stuff, but I did have to do a real quick scramble the first time it happened. After going through the great apartment purge of 2017, I didn't want to lose the few belongings I do have left. Tip 3. Be careful about where you get your food from. At least, if you have a conscience. After a while living off pre-made food, or whatever I could cook in hotel kitchenettes, I decided I want something fancier, and snuck into a restaurant. I mean, I didn't really sneak in, because that would imply I was concerned about people seeing me, which is pretty much a non-issue, but I did dress. I went to the kitchen, creeped around until I saw a plate full of food that looked tasty, and snagged it. What I did not think about was the server getting screamed at by the angry person who didn't get their food. When nobody is interacting with you, it's easy to space out on how your actions are going to impact them. That's all the tips I have right now. There aren't all that many actionable takeaways from being an invisible half-ghost person or whatever. Actually, that reminds me. I had a theory that I wanted to test, and since I'm always recording, this is the perfect time to do it. Time for a field trip. When I made that crack about being a half-dosed, it, it reminded me that I wanted to see what an actual psychic would make of this business, so here I am, in a medium's waiting room. I looked this lady up on Yelp, and she's supposedly pretty legit as far as psychics go. The last thing I want to do is freak out some poor, unsuspecting client of hers, so I've just been hanging out until she's client-free, and let's give this a go. She's standing over there behind the counter, scrolling through Instagram. I'm walking up to her. Hey, can you hear me? And yeah, 
Nothing. I'm over here talking to her, waving her hand in her face, all... Yeah, I moved some crystals around on her counter, I poked her on the shoulder, nothing. So much for any extra sensory perception around these parts. Maybe I'll try another place later. See if they're any better at perceiving the invisible. Ooh. <laughs> Whatever. For now, let's go back to the hotel. Another fruitless experiment going on in my whatever the hell is going on series. It's just so frustrating, you know? If I knew what was going on, I think it would be a little easier to cope with. But instead, it's all one big mystery, which is just annoying. I'm glad there seems to be some consistent rules that I can test and figure out, but I wish I knew if this was, like, a magic thing, or a gamma radiation thing, or what. <laughs> gamma radiation, there's a thought. Too bad this doesn't come with superpowers. Oh well. Could be worse. At least I've got a fancy hotel to crash at, and this car is fairly empty, so I won't have to worry about anyone trying to walk through me again. Next station is Broad Station. An upgrade in living accommodations might be an upside to this whole scenario, but the public transportation experience leaves a lot to be desired. I guess it's just... Wait. What the... This guy just got on, and he's... There's this thing on him. It's all over his back, it's on his shoulders, it's... I think it's stuck in his head. Hold on, I'm gonna get closer. Sir? Hello? Yeah, I mean, of course you can't hear me, but I thought you might want to know. You've got a freaking brain leech stuck on the back of your head getting a free ride. Maybe if I... Oh shit. The thing, it's... it's moving. Oh my god, I think it I think it can see me, holy fuck! Thank you for listening to Unplaced. If you're liking it so far, we'd love it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes or shared it with a friend. It means a lot, especially in the early days. And if you're really into it, we'd love it if you gave us a nomination for the 2017 Discover Pods Awards at bit.ly slash discoverpods. The link to that is also in the show description. You can find us at Unplaced Podcast on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram, or at unplacedpodcast.com. The narrator is Cole Burkhart. You can find them on Twitter at King Cole Minor or on their actual play podcast, Blue Dawn. The writer and creator is me, Michelle Nicolaison. You can find me on Twitter at underscore shellshock, C-H-E-L-L-E-S-H-O-C-K. And you can find a rundown on my other projects at michellenicolaison.com. The link to that is also in the show description because I know how my last name is. Audio editing, sound design, and music are all by Brendan Hutchins from Podcast Advocate. You can find him on Twitter at Podcast Advocate or at podcastplayl.ist slash advocate. The link for that is, you guessed it, also in the show description. The next episode drops on November 10th. We'll see you soon.